We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is our review of Drive My Car. It's about this. <laughs> 僕が一番恐れていたのは音を失うことだった。今回は私たちの決まりでドライバーを用意します。というと彼女です。渡辺咲です。僕はまだドライバーを君に頼むことにどうしてない。私が若い女だからですか？ ずるい人だ。はい、そう。そこまで。失礼。君はどうして広島に？実家の裏が山なんです。大雨で地滑りが起きて、母はその事故で亡くなったんです。お父さんって素敵じゃないですか？とても。君はこう考えてる。僕たちは同じ悲しみを共有してる同じ女を愛したから僕の人生と愛はどうしたらいい生きていくほかないの私の方がおじさんよりちょっと不幸かもしれないそれでも私はやけなんか起こさないだから今毎日<笑> Alright everybody, you were just listening to the trailer for Drive My Car, and the story is as follows. After his wife's unexpected death, Yuzuke Kafuku, a renowned stage actor and director, receives an offer to direct a production of Uncle Vanya in Hiroshima. There he begins to face the haunting mysteries his wife left behind. The film is starring Hidetashi Nishijima, Toko Miura, Masaki Okada, Rika Krishima, Park Yu Rim, Jin Dayon and Sonia Yan. It is written and directed by Ryuzuke Hamaguchi and co-written by Takamasa Oh. Here to join me today for this podcast review, I have Josh Parham. Hello, hello. Dan Baer. Got my driver's license last week. Tom O'Brien. Hi, everybody. And joining us as a guest here on the Next Best Picture podcast for the first time ever, you've probably seen his YouTube channel, The Film Drunk. We have Jonathan Fuji, everybody. What's going on? Thanks for having me. 
No, thank you very, very much for joining us for this review, this very highly anticipated review. I've been getting requests like crazy ever since the film was nominated for Best Picture. Matt, you don't have a podcast review for Drive My Car. When are you guys going to do a Drive My Car podcast review? Well, here we are. I sat through this movie for three hours once again. And believe me when I tell you, I'm not making it sound like a chore because this movie is freaking great with a capital G. And I am very, very excited to get into all of the reasons why here, um, because, you know, Dan and I were talking about this actually the other day. Habakuchi is a director that, you know, if you follow international cinema, you probably have heard of him. But for the most part, this will be people's first exposure to his work. And he also had another film uh, come out this year called Wheel of Fortune and Fantasy, which I highly recommend people check out if they have not seen it yet, especially if they are fans of Drive My Car. Uh, But it's been really, really exciting to just get kind of a new name on the block in terms of international recognition now for American audiences. You know, we're so used to uh, the, the usuals, Pedro Almodovar, Alfonso Cuaron, Bong Joon-ho. Well, now we can add Hamaguchi to that list here for this is a film that is nominated for four Academy Awards, Best Picture, Best Director, Best International Feature Film, and Best Adapted Screenplay. It won the Best Screenplay Award at the Cannes Film Festival, where it made its world premiere. It got so much critical acclaim, it ended up winning Best Picture from the New York Film Critics Circle, the Los Angeles Film Critics Association, and the National Society of Film Critics. It's premiered at festivals. I know that's where a majority of us ended up seeing it, but now it is streaming on HBO Max where you can literally go watch it right now. So if you have not seen this amazing movie, by all means, take the three hours, do so, come back, listen to our review. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. So much to discuss with this one. I'm so excited, as you can probably tell. So with that said, let's get started. Who wants to go first? Who should go first? Where where do we begin? <laughs> there's so much. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's only one of us who lists this as their favorite movie of the year. So by all means. I guess, you know what? That is appropriate. Josh Parham, your number one favorite film of 2021. What did you think of Drive My Car? Yeah, uh, don't know if I've mentioned that before, that this is my favorite movie of the year. Have I said that already? Uh, <laughs> it might be the first time I've uh, said that. Uh Yeah, I am absolutely in love with this film. I knew I loved it the first time I saw it. And ever since I've revisited it, which has been multiple times now, I've only grown to appreciate it even more. I absolutely love quiet, intimate character studies. And this is that through and through. I really just respond to how this movie takes such an intimate approach in really looking at kind of grief in our lives and regret and how we have to recognize those elements from our past, but evolve and adapt into the future and kind of carry that with us. And I find that exploration to be so resonant and so deeply moving. And the storytelling is just incredible in that regard. Both the screenplay and Hamaguchi's direction, I think, are just masterful in that. And these performances are also incredible, too. And uh, Nishijima has given a really great performance, but I think that the supporting cast around him is also equally strong. It's an incredible ensemble as well. And yeah, this is truly one of my favorite movies, not just of last year, but honestly, like from a while, I really do think that this is, yeah, I got to use the word. I think it's a masterpiece to me. Oh boy. There it is. All right. Jonathan guest on the podcast here. 
general thoughts, what did you think of Drive My Car? Yeah, the, this movie is like really amazing. And for, for the audio listeners who have no idea who I am, I am Asian. I, I am very much Asian. So my, my antenna is like usually up for stuff like this. And then in 2021, I saw like Snake Eyes and I was like, Jesus, like maybe it's just just not our year. You know, like, <laughs> we, we had Minati, you know, we had Parasite. Like we don't really claim Snake Eyes. And then Drive My Car happens. And I know it's three hours and I, you know, I hear it's like slow pace and everything. And I got to be honest, I was very nervous. I let the screener sit in my inbox for a while because watching this at home, which is where I did, for whatever reason, I'm sure some people can relate. Like in a theater, I'm locked in like 100%. At home, there are some like hour and a half movies that I start getting like the itch to check my phone because I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's like I'm like bored. But this movie surprisingly paced really well for three hours considering like what the plot is. I did not really feel the length. Like I could tell it's long, but you, you don't get that itch to like check your phone the way the story like just unfolds itself, especially when I watch it a second time which I did uh, earlier today. I mean, this was like almost like enlightening. And this movie was already in my top 10, but I might have to like rethink its placement because I was genuinely like really moved. I mean, there are some scenes in here that are like so well done and yet so simple. Like Hamaguchi's direction is like absolutely amazing. So general thoughts, that's what it is. Better than Snake Eyes. <laughs> All right. Well, Better than Snake Eyes is uh, <laughs> not a hard bar to clear in my opinion. <laughs> Uh, but I really, really appreciate the perspective uh, given there. I, I do agree with a lot of what you said um, in the sense that I saw this at the New York Film Festival a couple months after it had its uh, world premiere at Cannes. And I was locked in in the movie theater, which was probably like the best setting for me to watch this, because as many of you know, I do not take well to quote unquote slow cinema. But when the storytelling is this good, the acting is this good, the writing is this good. I mean, you could be five hours long and as slowly paced as you wanted. I wouldn't care at that point because I realized I had nothing to worry about when I walked out of my screening of this uh, the, upon the first time that I saw it. I just thought those three hours just went whisking on by. And yeah, it's not like a fast paced movie like a wolf of wall street or an avengers endgame or something like that but what it is is a lot of what josh was saying before like deeply resonating almost transformational transcendent experience that one can have um i think jonathan you mentioned enlightenment while watching it i i felt like i was almost in the presence of something uh beyond me and the screen like it's like my mind just ascended to a higher playing field essentially while watching this movie it was really quite extraordinary and i've seen it two other times uh since then second time i saw it was on screener and then the third time most recently in beautiful 4k hbo max uh at home and even though it's it's been interesting because like subsequent viewings i was worried that it wouldn't hold up and not only did it hold up it got better on subsequent viewings. Mm -hmm. So this is a movie that I really feel that if you can just kind of drop any preconceived notions and just kind of let the movie take you, I really think you can come out the other end of it changed or enlightened or just looking at the world maybe in a different way than what you did before. Um, and that's 
those are my opening thoughts on Drive My Car. I wasn't planning on saying them this early necessarily, but I just figured I might as well to keep on going. So let's pass it over next to Dan Baird. Dan, what do you think of Drive My Car? <laughs> so I have also, I've watched this twice now. Once on a screener just before the end of the year, and then literally just now on HBO Max. And I had a somewhat similar reaction both times with one key difference. Um, that difference being that in between both times of watching it, I uh, dug through my archives and brought out my notes from college when we read Uncle Vanya um, in, in one of my uh, theater history classes and reminded myself of that play and what was going on there. And <laughs> it's really interesting because the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, we're doing Uncle Vanya again. Okay. And I just sort of like shrugged it off. But the second time I watched this, like, oh, like Vanya is really kind of the key to unlocking the whole thing like if you really know that play and i have not read that play in years so i needed the reminder but like so much more at play here than i remember from the first time and so i think that there is so much to recommend this movie and it is incredibly smart and well thought out um, certainly at the level of the screenplay. And I I love that it's a three-hour movie that feels like three hours, but it doesn't feel long. And I know that may be an oxymoron to some people, but it's like you said, Matt, it's not like you're watching a Wolf of Wall Street or something that moves like really, really fast. But it's also not something that I was checking my watch at a certain point because everything unfolds so patiently. And when I've talked to friends about this movie and they go like three hours of watching subtitles, I always say to them like, you know, did you binge the queen's gambit all in one sitting? Mm -hmm. Did you binge squid game in all of one sitting? Like you have sat for three hours. You've sat for longer than three hours to watch a full story before you can do it with this. It does not feel overstuffed. It doesn't feel long because everything is so carefully plotted and so well acted that it doesn't matter. And yet (laughs) all this, all this wonderful things. And yet I, I find myself at something of a remove from this movie. And I think it just comes down to a not for me sort of thing in that I appreciate the skill and ability to pull off something like this, something that I I call novelistic cinema. And I don't think it's because like I would I think Drive My Car is like a novel. I actually don't. I actually think it is very Murakami short story-esque, but novelistic in that there is so much going on that it almost requires multiple viewings to fully appreciate and get everything that this movie is doing. And 
again, like while I appreciate that type of cinema, it's not always my favorite. And I think this is one of the better examples of that that has happened in recent years that has been released. But at the same time, I can't quite push myself to see the capital M masterpiece that so many, including our own dearly beloved Josh Parham, um, has used. I, 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 I don't see it. Do I think it's very, 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 very good? Yes. But I can't go all the way into saying I love it or that I think it's a masterpiece. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's funny you say that, Dan, because uh, <laughs> I, I don't remember if it was you or Josh I was having this conversation with. Maybe it was both. But I remember my second time I watched this and even on my most recent time I was saying how this movie is really good I recognize why it is good but from a literary standpoint from addiction standpoint from the way that it actually conveys itself through its screenplay I'm like over here saying, wow, this movie is just so much smarter than me. <laughs> it's like <laughs> drawing allegories and connecting metaphors. And I'm just like, I, I need multiple viewings to kind of pick up on all this. And I, I, I like that. I like that. I have to do that. I like that. I have to revisit in order to discover maybe something new that I didn't quite catch the first time, or maybe my life experiences have changed. Maybe I've experienced that kind of anger and regret and profound loss and sadness and not really knowing how to confront those emotions. And thus, when I come back to revisit Drive My Car, it will have an even deeper impact on me. Um, I, I look forward to that day somewhat strangely. That feels weird to say out loud. But, you know, <laughs> it will be interesting to see how this movie changes for people over time, over years, because with its uh, Academy Award recognition, we know that this movie now has earned its place like in the annals of history where people will go back and they will see what was this Drive My Car that was nominated for Best Picture? Let me check that out. So this movie will have a long shelf life because of that. And for those of us that are seeing it now for the first time, I do think that it will change for a lot of us uh, with subsequent rewatches. Tom, I remember when you saw this in New York, I remember you seeing it actually, I think like a day or two before me. Mm-hmm. And I remember texting you and saying, like, I'm very nervous. <laughs> like, is, Am I going to enjoy this? And <laughs> you you were pretty head over heels in love with it, I remember. Yeah. And I still am. You know, it, it's we, we had a lot of movies last year about grief and loss, you know, between 
pig and uh, Titan and uh, power of the dog is about a, a loss in someone's life that has really affected them. But I don't think I've ever seen a movie about grief and loss that for me at least was so exhilarating in its own way, because as as difficult as a journey that uh, Yusuke goes through in this, there is a life affirmation at the end that makes you feel like, yes, this journey was worth it. Uh, I, I know that many of us have probably had personal losses in our lives, you know, losing a mom or dad or sibling or a really, really close friend. And it's it takes a long time to get over. That loss is really felt in many ways and very in very unexpected ways, ways that you might not even anticipate before it happens. And you don't see that part of it very often in films because they have to kind of wrap things up. You know, you lose your wife in act one, you get drunk in act two, and you meet Jennifer Lopez in act three. <laughs> <laughs> that is a hell of a pitch there, Tom, for a screenplay. <laughs> that's, that's what, you know, a lot of these movies about people who lose spouses yeah, are. And this is not that movie. I mean, it it takes a while to get over it in real life. And this is a movie that recognizes that it takes a long time to go on that journey. And the journey that Yasuki goes on is lengthy, but it 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 takes a while. But it, that it is lasting in its impact. Um, how he returns to the stage and how he deals with people again, and how you know most importantly he has this intellectual and emotional relationship with his chauffeur. And uh, I, it's a second second viewing is so it is so well worth it because you are now know what you're getting into. You know the pace and it's beautifully edited because you never feel it. And by the end, you still have that feeling like, yes, life is worth living and let's get on with it. Hey, everyone. Sorry to interrupt, but this is a preview of our full review of Drive My Car here on the Next Best Picture podcast. In order to get the full review, you will have to head on over to our Patreon for Next Best Picture, where for $1 minimum a month, you will get this and other exclusive podcast content from us as well. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we shall see you all next time. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.